What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing good and um, appreciate you taking your time to listen. I'm going to head to a place called Sedona today in Arizona. It's a little bit lower. Um, and with me, I, I just got back to altitude. Um, not yesterday, the day before, so Thursday night, um, which would make training up high today pretty difficult. Um, in the summer in Arizona, you're a bit, I'm going to say you're a bit fucked either way, because if you train up high, it's high, and it's difficult to sort of run fast, and it's hot. Like yesterday, I was a bit foolish yesterday, but I'll tell you about that. I ended up running at, I think, 2 p.m., and that's like 80, probably about 83, 84 degrees Fahrenheit, like 27, 28, I want to say, and 7,000 feet, and day one back up high, it was fucking really hard work. Um, today, though, I'm going to head down. Um, things are good today. Like, I I went through a, yeah, as you, as you guys know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm an open book, and the reason I'm an open book is because, like, I, I know for, I mean, I can't say a fact, but, like, I know we're all a bit fucked up, and it's not, you're not, it's not anybody's fault that you question things or that you doubt yourself or that there's insecurities or there's too much ego sometimes or, you know, things like this. Like, it's just, I think that's all part of being a very complex human, and it's the, it's the very reason we're not robotic, but... A robot that wins the Olympics, it's not worth it because it doesn't even understand the, the kind of achievement that it's just achieved. Um, so I don't mind being like an open playbook in that regard because like, I, I know it's things that everybody else has gone through. And, and I know, I think it touches a lot of people. I don't know why. Like, you know, maybe it's because I'm saying it or... Um, but I, I do I do get feedback from people where they say like you know like thanks for being honest and sharing and um, you know I, I think everything that I've experienced this year I've probably experienced you know I remember I was on I was on a camp quite recently and we were we were talking about um, an athlete making a comeback and um, you know that they had been struggling and. Um, struggling with like mental health issues and um you know there, there was support there and, and things are trying to get moving in a good direction again um and i i thought back to like when i maybe fucking retired about six times between 2008 let's say to you know 2016 and 2017 and i just thought did fucking mental health awareness not exist back then? <laughs> like, where the fuck was my support? And like, you know, this is the reason I retired all those times because it's not, this is not new. The kind of shit I'm going through now is not new. I've always sort of struggled with doubting myself or, you know, maybe when I was back in college, it might've been like a relationship thing or, or maybe I, you know, I don't know. There was all, there was all different sort of things always going on. And, um, I, I always just got to the point where the same old point time and time again is running worth it. What's the point? Why am I doing this? Like all my friends are out having fun. And we, we live in a, a world where, you know, social media is a wonderful thing. So when your friends are on a night out, there's quite a lot of posts in their fancy clothes looking good 
etc etc there's not that many posts um let's say six weeks later from partying too much of the weight going up let's say six weeks later partying too much the bank balance being shite let's say six weeks later after partying too much a little depression kicking in because you think you've no willpower because you give in to all your friends wanting to go partying we live in a world now i just targeted partying there but we do live in this world where like the grass is always greener because that's how it is portrayed on things like social media and and it's not good because you know we all i think then you seek the fun because i've just said you know running's tough because my friends are all out there having fun but the having fun and the partying and you know I, I, you don't see on Instagram that often, like on a story, like, you know, you've, that person's party twice, Friday and Saturday. You don't see them having to get up for work at 6.30 a.m. on a Monday morning, you know, and, and exhausted and depressed and all the rest of it. Like, you only see the good things. And so I guess what I'm trying to say there is, like, sometimes what you have is actually all right. Um, now, yesterday, let me tell you about the last, the last four or five days have been, really fucking stupidly complicated and difficult I, this is where my brain really fucks me off sometimes and pisses me off because you know it just has a mind of its own and i've probably spent at least two hours a day on the american airlines website maybe three i've actually fucking banned myself from it that was one of my rules that i set last night to fucking stop this bullshit and i i'm laughing and that's a good thing but I was on this fucking website scanning for like flights and you know do I want to go back to London you know do I want to stay here in Flagstaff like do I want to move fully back to London and just go to Flagstaff for camps and there was a lot going on a lot of back and forth and um, this is so fucking embarrassing for me but like you know if I told you the amount of money I fucking spent on flights in the last like probably 10 days from when i booked the flight to lake charles i booked a flight to lake charles to go there to test out the humidity that flight cost about 500 pounds that's that's how much it costs when you're booking a last minute plane ticket um which is fine i can i can justify that because i gained a lot from the humidity in um in like in lake charles a lot of knowledge a lot of confidence going into Doha of what it might take to sort of have a good day. Um, a lot of really fucking good stuff going on there. When it got to day six of being in Lake Charles, that was the first phone call to American Airlines. First phone call to American Airlines was to change my ticket for three weeks later. I decided I was going to stay in Lake Charles for three weeks extra. £190 to change the ticket. My ticket at this point, £790. I stay for an extra two days, and I decide, ah, you know, there's this fucking grumbling, growling in the back of my mind, just going, no, like, you're, you know, like, there's, it's not just grumbling and growling, I didn't have a car in Lake Charles, that's really difficult, you know, I couldn't do my gym stuff, I couldn't get massage, um, I couldn't go to the, the yoga that I'd been doing, right, so, I know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, all right, you shouldn't have changed that fucking flight, you dickhead. You should have just went back to flag. Right? So, 
This is where it's interesting. New ticket to Flagstaff, £400. Now it cost me £1,100 to go to Lake Charles. The, the only saving grace is that the new ticket is a return ticket, so I was able to like make the return date the date that I would go there to do the humidity work before Doha. So, yeah, can kind of justify that, but fucking hell, like, and, and I mean, this is where, like, my brain, I mean, it's just fucking going on and on and on, and I can't sit still, and, and it's fucking exhausting, right? So, this is, this is my, this is, I mean, that's all in, like, fucking 10 days, and then I get the wonderful idea that, um, actually, you know what? It's quite a good thing that I'm going back to Flagstaff because what I could do is I could go back to Flagstaff, I could pack a bag, and I could just go to the UK early. This is my next fucking brilliant idea. So then I'm going to the UK early. So I'm like, I'm fucking set, you know. I'm 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 on the fucking American Airlines website again, and I'm looking up tickets. To, first of all, I'm kind of looking up, could I change my ticket from the end of the month, at the end of the month on the 24th of July, I have a ticket that will fly me from Flagstaff, Arizona to Dublin for the Irish champs, right? Um, and, I, and I'm looking, could I change that? You know, how much would that cost? Would that work out worth it? Wouldn't work out worth it. So then I booked a flight with miles, um, which is pretty good, but you still, there's still like a contribution. I think I still had to pay 200 pounds because it's, um, British Airways. Um, so even though I fly American, British Airways is a partner, and but British Airways make you pay. You can't just use miles and not pay. Um, so now in 10 days, I'm up to £1,300 spending money on airlines. Um, now, the way I justify the miles ticket is because, think about it, if I use the miles ticket, the £1,300 that's wasted, I get back. Now, I don't, get, I, I don't get it back directly, but think how this works, right? If I use the miles ticket, the ticket that I was supposed to use on the 24th, I can cancel. Makes a lot of sense. And it means that I think it was like £1,500 at the time and because it's like a business class there and just a normal regular on the way back. So it was £1,500. So basically, the £200 change fee would come out of that. So if I booked a ticket in future for £1,300, I could use that cancel ticket to pay for it. So I'm thinking, Skull, you're a genius, you know, you're, you're fucking won. Hang on. Had to take a drink of my drink. This Connecticut, Connecticut has like a pre-workout. So I combine like, I think it's like, I don't know, let's say a pint of water and like brunch chain amino acids, the pre-workout, which is like caffeine and stuff, a bit of fucking punch, a bit of firepower. Um, and then I put an electrolyte tablet in it because obviously it's hot, you sweat. Anyway, I think I've fucking solved it. And I'm thinking, you know, that doesn't actually sound too bad because actually 1,300 pounds wasn't wasted because think about it, I still got nine days, I think, in the humidity. But... It would probably cost you that if you wanted to go somewhere humid for nine days without, like, free accommodation because I stay with friends. But there's no fucking way to justify it. Like, that was – most of that was a waste of money. Like, I could have done 
I mean, first of all, I could have just fucking booked eight days on the first ticket, and it would have been 500 quid. Go and come back, and job done. So, probably about 800 pound wasted there. Um, now, not totally wasted, because hear me out. Um, actually, about 600 pound was totally wasted. That's total waste. Um, so, I booked this flight with Miles, and I paid 200 quid. And, you know, when I'm leaving Lake Charles on Thursday, my friends are under the impression, my friends, my family, like everybody's under the fucking impression that when I get to Flagstaff, the next day, I'm flying to London and I'm staying in London. Oh, my God. Anyway, I, I get on the plane and I, I do the first part of the journey. I, I fly to Dallas and I'm sitting in Dallas and I'm you know, in the Centurion Lounge, and I, I get myself some food, and a water, and a coffee, and I'm loving it, lo- loving life, um, and then my fucking brain starts it again, it's like, ah, no, actually, I know what happened, I read a, I read a quote, and there's, there's nothing wrong with this, people are going to make fun of this, but I read a quote online, it was, it was Michael Conlon, the boxer, really fucking good boxer from Ireland, um, Instagrammed it, and it basically said, Something along the lines of when you're very close to success, the whole journey of being successful, there's setbacks and there's there's things that are tough and there's days that are tough and there's weeks that are very fucking challenging and, and all the rest of it, right? So the quote really hit me hard because it said when you get to the point where you're almost going to be successful, things are going to come up, right? Things are going to... Whatever it is, something's going to trouble you, and a lot of people get derailed, even when they're very, very close. I wonder how many people were supposed to be... You ever watch the Adjustment Bureau? And they say everybody has this path, you know, everybody has this path, and they try to keep you on track. Imagine how many people are very close to something very, very good in work, in life, in sport, and, and they get derailed. You know, and my, I, it really hit me hard because I thought, fuck, like, you know, if I just like up and leave, I, I felt like up and leave into London was almost like the beginning of the end because I just pictured, I pictured what would unfold and I would get to London, you know, and yeah, sure, I'd, ha- I'd have more friends around and that would be amazing, but with more friends around would come more it's it's a really positive thing but also it can be a really negative thing for running and i know i'm putting running at the top there but what would tend to happen is i'd get to london you know i was planning to go watch the highgate 10k i'd have been really fucking pissed off that i'm not racing um but you know people would have been having beers People probably would have been going out partying in London that night. I'd be seven hours off a long-haul flight, three weeks out from an Irish Championships, and I, my brain's not quite there yet that I can't ignore that, you know? And all of a sudden, I'd probably be out at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, having a great time, you know, and, and laughing and all those things that I fucking said that I've not been doing, but... I know the I know the consequence because I know I'd wake up Sunday and I'd it would be a mistake. It wasn't the right time to do something like that. And the reason this quote that I read really hit me was because I just 
think I'm not the first and I won't be the last person to just get the difficult part where you're questioning things and you know sometimes it's not even the running sometimes it's something else that's going on and you start questioning things and going back and forth and so anyway the next part of the fucking day I'm I'm in uh, Dallas airport I fucking called up American Airlines again and I asked them hey I just booked a flight like fucking eight hours ago if I cancel um, the ticket do I get my miles back and how does this work 30,000 miles, 200 pounds. Anyway, she tells me, you don't get your miles back, you don't get your money back, but if you book the exact same trip within the next year, so Flagstaff to London Heathrow, it'll be free. I was like, fucking lovely. (laughs) Like, this is great. (laughs) So that's why I didn't completely waste that 200 quid because technically I can use it again in future. However... I did figure out that I could, uh, in futures, that I'll, go, I'll move on. When, anyway, I, I, I'm back in flag. I'm not going to London. I love that quote. I'm, I'm, I'm focused and I'm, I, can, I can just feel myself being like, you know, when shit gets tough, Scully, you've just got to fucking train harder. You've got to push harder. You know what will make all this all right if you just fucking grind and, and get to the Irish champs and fucking tear it up and that's what's going to make this all better <laughs> anyway that's fucking fantastic I go to bed I wake up at like half five because I was on a slightly different time zone in Lake Charles it's like so half five in Flagstaff would be like half seven in Lake Charles um, anyway you know I wake up the next morning I'm like uh, my brain's at it again my brain's not fucking happy it's not satisfied that I decide to stay in Flagstaff. So I'm back on the phone to the American Airlines. It's back on. <laughs> I'm going back to London. So so as of 6 o'clock, Saturday morning, Friday morning, I'm flying to London that day at 3 p.m. It's done. I've called up my mum, told her, and she's like, oh, I thought you told your dad last night you're going back to Flagstaff. And I was like, yep, I did. But you know what I'm like? And I told her, you know, the amount of fucking money I've wasted over this last 10 days, but I know what I'm like, and I'm just glad I haven't quit running yet, because that's usually what happens. So it usually just gets all too much for me, and my fucking brain just decides, you know what, fuck you running, and fuck all this, I, I can't be asked with all this, and I usually just bail. So that was good, I didn't really give a fuck about money, I can just earn money doing the web work and pay it back. It's not ideal, but at least I can fucking do it, you know. Um... But anyway, I'm, I'm fucking back to London, and I, I don't do that much. I pack, and I mean I fucking pack. I pack a lot of shit, like, because I don't know how long I was planning to stay in London. Um, so I pack all my stuff, um, and I'm packed, and I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm fucking just sitting around waiting to go, and I have a massage at 11. So at 11 o'clock, I go get my massage, and I'm sitting on the massage table, and... Yeah, it's just I don't I don't know what happened at massage, but I'm just sitting there and I'm just thinking I don't know I don't know that I've made the right call or I don't know if I'm even in a position to make a call right now. Because of how stressful the last five, six days had been, maybe three, four, I don't I don't really know. Because of how intense and stressful and shitty and I just, I just had this like feeling that, you know, 
maybe you maybe you're not maybe it's not the time to be making decisions maybe it's not the time to be packing your fucking bags and going back to london not knowing how long you're gonna stay for and i had this feeling and then i leave massage and scott overalls text me and I, I don't know what the fuck he texts me. I think he sent me a picture of his spikes for Highgate 10K or something. And um, and I, he, he said to me, I think, ah, fuck, I nearly killed the squirrel. Glad I did. That would have been a bad day. Anyway, he, he I, I think I texted him, like, I get to watch you or something. And he knew I had been back and forth on this. And the whole time he had been chatting shit, like, you're not going to do it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and and he just told me yesterday. He just said, "Don't fucking come back to London. Stay in Flagstaff." And I was like, I was like, "Why is he saying this? Why the fuck does he keep saying this?" Like Scott knows that if I go back to London, I'll train with him. You know, like like he's very good friends with my coach Haas. Like he's also, you know, his my old coach Alan, who I love, like is still coached by Scott. Still coached by Alan, and I'm like. He's about to get a fucking trainer partner. Like we're both training for a marathon later in the year. Um, I didn't get it, and so I was like, I, I was just like, why you keep staying, staying Flagstaff? I was like, Flagstaff the minute shit for me, and and that's me being really fucking ungrateful. So we'll we'll get to that. Um, so Scott just writes back, no shit is getting home from work at seven thirty, right? And he basically. And I know Scott's telling the truth. Like, I know he would love to be in Flagstaff. And, um, and, and yes, yeah, sometimes the grass can be greener. Sometimes, like, you know, I've also been here for, like, fucking two years. And, you know, that could be tough. But Flagstaff has done a lot for me. Um, so I text him back and I say, look, I trust you. And, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to the airline again. <laughs> and this is fucking two hours. I think it's two hours, 15 minutes to the flight, by the way. A flight that I fucking checked in for. And, like... Been on the phone to British Airways to figure out why I can't pick a seat on their flight from Phoenix to Heathrow, and you know I'm 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 back on the phone to American again, <laughs> and and by the way I'm fucking lying through my teeth to American like yeah work problems, uh, blah blah blah, um, I've been on the phone three times in like 12 hours with work problems, cancelling and reinstating the flight, um anyway like Scott Scott was right Scott Scott's not the kind of guy to be like. He, Scott's not like a fucking pedal push ride. I don't know if that's the right phrase, but Scott doesn't beat around the bush. Like, if he knows that I'm fucking up and I'm going to make a fucking stupid decision, he'll tell me. It, it might not have been the right or wrong decision. I don't know, right? That's the problem. The problem is I don't fucking know. And it was driving me crazy. So it's almost like sometimes with me, the only way to know is to fucking literally, like, be going through with it. Until the point that I either go through with it, or if I can't, I knew it probably wasn't the right decision. And I, you know, you know, I've done this before. I told you guys I'd done this before with the World Champs. I fucking pulled out of it. I didn't want to do the World Champs. I was, I was all, I was fucking doing Berlin, or I was doing Frankfurt, or I was doing Dublin, and then I was just like, ah, I can't fucking miss the World Champs. It's the fucking World Champs, you know. Um, and so sometimes, sometimes I don't know. So. Same deal as before, you know, free cancellation. Um, you can use the ticket again in future. Um, all those good things, all those wonderful things. That was, that's nice because 
usually when I fucking call up to change things, I have to pay another 200 quid. And at the time, I don't really give a fuck. Um, but, and I don't even have loads of money. Like, I'm, I'm talking here like I have loads of fucking money. Like, I'm, my credit card's up to its eyeballs, about 1,800 in debt. So I'm going to get my next paycheck, and it's all fucking going to pay off that bullshit. Anyway, so here I am. You know, I'm chilling out in Flagstaff, and I, I tell the people that it's important to tell them that I'm not going to London, including Sue, who, you know, was going to put me up. And um, I, I just tell the people that it matters, and, and, and then I just, I just fucking didn't want to talk to anyone about anything anymore because I just needed a bit of Stephen time, and I just let everything decompress. So I go for a fucking run, and it nearly kills me. Like, for some reason, I have a bad belly. Um, run the long and my fucking stomach's killing me. It's just a big pain in the pit of my stomach. Pain in the pit of my stomach to got, got to the point where when I was finishing the eight mile run, I thought I was going to faint or something. Like it was so painful. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is probably something like what it feels like when you're about to like collapse and all this stress has built up on me or something. And it turned out it was just, I just need to fart. So anyway, I passed wind and moved on. My belly sorted itself out. Gary, my psychologist, had told me earlier in the week to order a Chinese this week. So I ordered a Chinese. I watched a couple of movies on TV. I unpacked. And there I am in Flagstaff. I swear to God, I'm fucking falling asleep at 6.30 in Flagstaff. And I'm thinking, you wouldn't have even been flying until another hour and 15 minutes. And then you'd have been flying to London. So then I was kind of thinking, you know, thank fuck. I didn't go and get in that plane because... I was just exhausted, exhausted from stress, exhausted from everything. And then could you imagine if I didn't sleep on the plane and I get to London, I go to Highgate, I fucking go out and get pissed. Would have been a fuck up. I'd have really fucked things up. Anyway, here we are. So it got the last night and I decided, actually on the run yesterday, I started listening to Chimp Paradox again. Um, I've, I've listened to it a few times. I actually fucking listened to it about three weeks ago, some of it. But it just, it, at certain times, it's really difficult to control those emotions and the chimp. And and I, I don't know what was fucking, you know, you can blame your chimp. You're supposed to name it. So I named mine Trigger. And the reason I named it Trigger is because <laughs> I just kept thinking about my fucking Trigger finger on that American Airlines website. Book it. Book it. And there's me. Book. <laughs> Spend the money. So I called it fucking Trigger because I'm going to blame my chimp. So pretty much. Cut a long story short, none of this was me. For the last fucking five days, none of that was me. It was all trigger. And it might have been and it might not have been. I don't know. I don't know what part of me, you know. It can be like you're human. It can be your emotions. It can be logic. Like, I don't know. I did a fucking pros and cons list. And the pros heavily were in favor of Teddington. However, they were heavily in favor of Teddington at the right time. It's not... It's all about timing, right? And, you know... The timing just wasn't right. You know, you're going there with a pretty bad attitude. You're going there where you're not loving running. You're just going there in a pretty vulnerable state that might just lead to some partying. And and I I have nothing against partying. I fucking love partying. But maybe not three weeks before an Irish Championships. But if we rewind back eight weeks, the only reason I came to Bloody Flagstaff was to get the ball rolling again and get fit for the Irish Championships. So... You know, maybe not the right time. And, you know, it's not too bad to stay up here for three more weeks, race the Irish champs, and, and maybe then decide, like, after the Irish champs, all right, where do we go from here? Um, but that's it. I, I, I got my journal out last night. Chimp Paradox touched on something, and it basically said, 
you should allow a little bit of time every day to sort of just ask yourself how did the last 24 hours go, um, you know, and, and whether how, how in control of your chimp and your emotions and all the rest of it were you over the last 24 hours. And had I done that once a night for the last week, I might have really seen that my chimp was running fucking wild, wild. You know, this motherfucker was running around thinking he was in a cage match fighting in the WWE. He was just... Anyway, I, you know, I, I wrote things down like, you know, it's been tough and um, a lot of, a lot of like rash decisions and a lot of indecisiveness. And, um, but I also put down uh, towards the bottom, you know, I, 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 I had to write down the things I'm grateful for. And I said, like, I'm grateful that the weather and flag is beautiful grateful for the house that I stay in, which is fucking amazing. Um, I put down that, you know, it, I'm, I'm grateful for my health. And, and I mean, like, I'm not injured. And, you know, it could be, it could always be worse. And, um, like, I, I just, I, I put down a lot of things that I'm grateful for. And then at the bottom, I just said, look, I'm, I'm grateful that you're still doing this. And, like, well done. And, like, almost like patting the back kid. Because, you know, this has been a tough, tough, tough week where, like, I, I don't know. I'm still going to run probably fucking 85 miles this week. And, I, you know, I, I I doubled the day that I was flying back to Flagstaff. And my flight was at 4 p.m. And I was out for a double at 1. I, I got up early to make sure I went early that morning at, like, 6. And I don't know how the fuck I've held it all together and still been able to go out the door and, and run. I, I thought for the life of me I was resting yesterday. Um, but I just couldn't do it because I... I I do love running. There's no doubt about it. Um, I, I really fucking do. And so I don't even believe in balance. You know, I've been throwing about the word balance. I, like, what the fuck is balance, you know? Like, I, I don't know. Um, I've been saying the fucking phrase. I might ban the phrase I don't know from my vocabulary over the next couple of weeks and start figuring out fucking what I do know. Um, but I do know I love running. I do know I want to win the fucking Irish champs, and I really fucking do. Now it means, like, it, it means a lot to me because I know how tough this period has been between the stupid fucking fatigue or whatever the fuck went on then, you know, and to then making the decision to come back to flag and, and how tough that was because I could have went to St. Moritz or I could have went to Leuven or I could have stayed in Belfast with the massage and the free physio and the free S&C. And, you know, it was a really tough call to make, and... And I did it, and I fucking made it, and I, I upset people by making it. But, you know, it's been tough. It's been a real tough. But here I am anyway. I'm going to go to the track this morning. Um, I'm going to do – I think I'm going to just do 2,400. I'm not going to fuck myself up today because, look, all things considered, it's been, it's been a pretty fucking tough week. That's what also what I mean about timing. It probably wasn't the time and place to be doing long-haul flights. Um, long haul flights are really tough. Um, they can really beat you up. They beat me up in the past quite a lot, and that's when I'm in fucking good form and I'm excited and I'm looking forward to race and everything's amazing. So this week, I think I've lost a lot of weight this week, or else I lost it when I was in Lake Charles. I don't really know, but I was running along yesterday thinking, "You skinny fucker." Um, and then I got back and weighed myself, and I was like 148. But I, I'm obviously I sweat on that run. Um, I should have weighed myself this morning, but I didn't really have time. I was rushing to um, get going to Sedona because it's fucking hot down here. Um, but yeah, look, 
I am so fucking grateful, can I just add, like, not for you guys that listen, because you probably fucking get a right kick out of this and a right laugh, but I am grateful. I'm, I'm just grateful for me. Hang on. I thought today, you have to make the most of what you've been given, right? That goes with life. That's just what you got to do. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful that I've been given a fucking a lot. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of runners out there that, like, struggle with all sorts of times, like 40 minutes for 10K, 50 minutes for 10K, an hour for 10K. I remember I took 18 months off running, and I think my first run back, my first, like, tempo back, which I, like, called terrible. You know, I called it, I was like, whoa, I was way out of shape. I think I averaged, like, 6.15 for a tempo, you know? Like, what the fuck am I talking about, way out of shape? That's some people's in shape. So I'm I'm grateful, and I need to just be a bit better at accepting that. Like I I'm I'm maybe not fucking Kipchoge gifted, but I would say I'm certainly in the distance world right now in Ireland. I'm certainly you know like very fucking gifted. Um, my brain fucking however it's a it's having an absolute nightmare. <laughs> but at least I know like I just know that it's a bit fucked up. Um, but I, I work on it, and I, I'm gonna keep working on this fucking gym thing. I'm gonna keep, you know, keep writing down. Um, here's logic, right? Logic is, Skull. It's been a tough week, and you're by yourself. You've just drove to Sedona. Like, you know, the original session was, I think it was 25 times 400. Um, I just think logic tells you not to try to logic does not say don't do the session okay that's not that's not always logic logic isn't like hey take a rest day for three weeks it's been really tough kid that's not gonna fucking help you you know you're gonna start back running next week and you're gonna end up with an injury because you took fucking three days off logic suggests just take it a bit easier like it's not gonna kill you to just back off the pace a little bit get through it have a good day don't risk fucking it up and like really struggling and just drive back up the mountain and move on. I, I knew, I knew there was a path to moving on and I mapped it out yesterday, you know, like in my head, I thought, you know, the first step to moving on is getting out for a little run today, kid. You know, if you want to do four miles, do four miles. If you want to do 10, do 10. I couldn't have fucking done 10. It was killing me doing it. I did eat it and it killed me. Um, I knew the next part, the next part of that fucking plan was order a fucking Chinese. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a Dr. Pepper on the way back up the road. What a fucking rebel. Big can of Dr. Pepper. It was great. So that was the second part. The third part was writing down how the fuck did the chimp do today over the last 24 hours. And you know, you just have to start gradually moving on and, and doing little things. I know I'm yet to fucking do it. But I know, even though it's more fucking money, which is why I'm yet to do it, I know I need to sign up for the yoga again. It was really helping me. It, it wasn't just helping running and flexibility and all this. It was it was just a fucking nice part of my day. I like the little teacher, Ellen. She's about fucking 65 years of age. She's brilliant. Just real nice. Real. I, I know she's like, sounds horrible. But when you get home from work and you can tell that, like, your pup or your dog is fucking delighted to see you. I just know that Ellen probably knows it's really tough for me to go to those classes because I struggle. 
and I'm used to not fucking struggling at anything that I do. But I can tell that she's genuinely happy for me that I'm there. And that's a really nice thing, a really comforting thing, that she's like, oh. And I bet for the last, I've missed three classes now, last Friday, she's Tuesday, Tuesdays and Fridays, and I've missed the last three. <laughs> I did tell her I was going to Lake Charles for the humidity, but I mean, I could be fucking just being cocky here and up my own ass, but yeah, maybe she's wondered, like, why Stephen not here, little fucker, skiving off. So I'm quite looking forward to get back um, into doing some of those classes. Um, might help me sort of fucking calm my ass down. I think I am calm now. Like, you know, I wouldn't be able to sit and talk about it on the podcast if I wasn't like, you know, if I was still, Jesus, motherfucker's driving like 25 mile per hour. Maybe I'm not that calm. But yeah, look, it's, it's, it hasn't been a tough week. You know what a tough fucking week is? A tough week is probably an old man sitting with the love of his life who's dying on a bed, you know, and, and she's having a tough week because she's so upset that she's going to leave him and die. And he's so upset because the best thing in the world to him is about to die. That, that's, that's probably a pretty fucking tough week. Um, my week has just been a bit different. Um, I, I had this idea yesterday that I just wanted to get back to the simple life where the only thing that I used to think about was just waking up and, you know, executing the training and like getting it done. And um, a long time ago, I used to go through like mental relapses and even worse than like, say this one here. Um, and I, I kind of like, that's a dangerous overtake, buddy. That's not good. Yeah. Maybe he shouldn't have done that. Anyway, um, I used to have really bad trouble with my, my like psychology and uh, maybe, maybe I've like begun to work myself out a little bit more. I, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe I've just matured and grown up a bit. And, you know, um, I, I, I don't know the answer. Um, but I used to just stop. I remember writing a blog years ago and it's probably still online somewhere. I think, I think if you Google Stephen Scullion, don't sit still. Or don't lay down. I fucking can't remember now. But I, I, I haven't Googled it myself, so I don't know if it still exists. But this must be... Fuck. This could be eight years ago or something I wrote this blog. And and the blog was basically... Um, it was... Ah, I was going to overtake myself, guys, but I bottled it. Didn't like the wee hump in the road. And the last thing I want to do is die on the podcast. Um yeah, fuck, I might have, there's a vehicle coming up. Anyway, it was called Don't Sit Still. And what used to happen is when my brain used to be having a tough time, I used to do nothing, you know. I used to just mope around and feel sorry for myself. And, and understand that everybody's brain is more powerful than others when it comes to emotions, right? So, you know... For some people, when they're going through a tough time or their brain's a bit all over the place and it's a bit scattered and it's stressed, and some people can just crack on, right? And if you can't, if you're not the kind of person that can, you know, if you're kind of, if you're the, I'm back in college and university, I used to fucking sit at the end of my bed and cry my eyes out. And literally, like, I mean, dare anybody, like, fucking interfere because I'd have killed them. Like, I was a little fucking psychopath when I was younger. And, you know, if I was having a difficult time with, like, a relationship and somebody wanted to, like, like 
fucking ask me why I'm crying and tell me to grow up or something like this, I'd have probably headbutted them. Like, because I just couldn't control my emotions. They were so strong and so powerful that they used to just fucking overwhelm me to the point of sitting at the end of my bed and crying my eyes out. And, like, literally, like, I'd have been delighted if someone had a, like, you know, made fun of me or like, I can't believe you're crying over like blah, blah, blah. And they made fun of me because I'd have fucking loved fighting them. I'd have bounced out of that bed. Them tears would have been gone real quick. And I'd have been like, no, I'm actually a fucking hard bastard or whatever. Um, but that was just emotions. I just couldn't control. But everybody's emotions and the strength, they're amplified. You know, it depends who you are. Some people are very, like, emotionless. People say they're not emotionless. Their emotions just aren't. Don't overwhelm them. Don't suffocate them. Don't, like, don't consume. Mate, you are taking the fucking piss. That's 15 miles per hour. This is, I'm about to head about this fruit here. Um, don't Don't basically, like, my emotions used to suffocate me, you know, consume me to the point of, like, I don't know if I can fucking cope. Not, like, fucking suicide. I can't cope, but just, like, Jesus, like, I, I might just sit in my room for a week because, like, life's really getting me here. Um, But, yeah, like, you know, I think as you get older, the reason I'm sort of proud of myself at the minute is because I've just, I've just cracked on. Like, it used to be I didn't crack on. It used to be that I just sat around and fucking moped like and and that blog was don't sit still because that's what i try to encourage um just just try to crack on you don't have to crack on at full speed you know you don't have to but like i kind of fucked up a bit yesterday i should have went to gym the gym girl had me penciled in at two o'clock and you know i didn't know with the flight and shit like this but the second i knew i wasn't flying i should have just fucking went um, and I probably should have fucking went to the yoga class too, you know. And um, actually, I couldn't go to yoga. That's right, because of massage. Um, but you have to move on. You have to just try. Like, it's it's because when you do figure shit out, if you've just missed, see, when I used to figure shit out, and I'd be like, all right, it's time to, you know, get back going again, or it's time to make a comeback, or it's time to. It was usually fucking. I'd usually missed a month of training. And I'd probably been out drinking every weekend and I, I probably fucking, you know, lost fitness, gained weight, bit depressed, was depressed about other things then. And then when I would make the comeback, I'd be unfit and that would depress me. You know, you have to crack on. And I think I've done a pretty good job this time. Like this week, you know, I talked about mileages and everything. And this week's been a little bit slack. You know, I'm going to go fucking go do some gym stuff today as long as I feel OK after the session. Because there's different components to a good week. And my time in Lake Charles, even though it was brilliant for the humidity, there was no gym, there was no massage, there was no yoga. You know, that's a pretty slack week. Um, so the next three weeks, I need to get back to um, being on top of things. And um, But I bought two bags of Haribo yesterday. So they're sitting in the fridge. And that's like my little, doesn't sound like much, but... It's to stop me coming a fucking nutter and like, you know, just snacking on a couple of Haribos, you know, a day or every couple of days or whatever you want to do. Like Gary talked about, you know, every time you train well four times, you know, maybe that's your rule. Every time, every time, you know, training goes well four times you, you, or it doesn't have to go well. If you do what you're fucking told and um, you're smart about it, you know, maybe you just need to kind of like reward yourself. Um, 
and so yeah, that's where we're at. You know, me. I I don't know what the fuck you'll make of this podcast. <laughs> like, oh, I'm laughing, but Jesus, this is this has been a it's been a week. That's that's my weakness. My weakness sometimes is indecision and you know booking fucking flights. I Jesus Christ, if someone went through my credit card and like they'd, they'd think fucking American Airlines was a hooker. They'd be like American Airlines, American Airlines, American Airlines. Oh my God, I. I wish I fucking just could make up my mind and not waste a load of money on flights. But I have to say, I'm pretty good at... I I, I put a, a little thing in the notes. You know notes on MacBook and iPhone and stuff? I put a little thing in my notes. And I think, I, I think the total came to like £680 waste. And then I put two stars. And in brackets, I put dickhead. <laughs> and I fucking, I am, you know, like, uh, but there we go. Uh, so fucking here I am in beautiful Sedona, Arizona. It's absolutely gorgeous. I actually think I'll go to the Grand Canyon today, but I can't do everything. I can't do my session, watch Highgate 10K, go to the gym and go to the Grand Canyon. Or maybe I can. be a fucking tough enough day. Maybe I'll go to the Grand Canyon tomorrow to celebrate the long run. But I, I think you just have to see. I, I don't. I don't make the most of Flagstaff and Arizona, and it's fucking beautiful. People spend a lot of money to come out here just to see it. Um, and I think I've just got a bit too cooked up in the house, and all I'm focused on is oh recovery, get that recovery in, which is important, <laughs> but not fucking everything, you know. Um, so yeah, guys, look, thanks for listening. This might be my longest ever podcast. Um, little fucking story in there about American Airlines but I'm banned from American Airlines website um, I'm actually banned from it I've decided until I fly back on the 24th I'm just I just need to fucking leave it alone because it just fucks me fucks my head up and I, I, I end up getting Trigger will be Trigger loves American Airlines Trigger's fucking all about that life yeah let's look up I mean I'd be flying God knows I'd be flying everywhere if I, if I let Trigger loose and I had the money to spend on it. But, yeah, look, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I'm, I'm hopefully going to have a pretty decent session. I'll be warming up in about 10 minutes' time. Um, I, I think I'll try to put a cap on the 400s at, like, 68. Um, I might start at, like, 72, which is just a little bit easier than I normally would. Um, but I, I just, yeah, I just don't want to – I want to be sensible. It's going to heat up a little bit, and um, I think it's a – I think it's a knot mile per hour wind so you know that might i might struggle with that too <laughs> um but yeah look thanks for listening i'm sure you can hear in my voice and i can hear it too that there's just just a little bit of fucking happiness creeping back in and i'm all about that so yeah have a good day